Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Two episodes this week um, released on the same day. I don't know which one you started with, but I announced in the first episode, I have COVID, but I'm fine. It's a sneeze. I want to bitch slap everybody because this really is not a big deal. Um, No, no, no. I'm not downplaying it. Sorry. I'm downplaying it for myself because I just... I just really can't sit still, and this is more of a nuisance than anything. But anyway, um, Clint Howard today, Ron Howard's little brother Clint, is on Lauren Interviews, and Ron and Clint wrote a book called The Boys, A Memoir of Hollywood and Family. And that is a New York Times bestseller. It's out now. Um, Clint is actually, he's very funny. I was i was very impressed listening to him. He's very real. He keeps it real. Um, we talk a lot about, and this is clearly my fault, we talk a lot about the water boy, just because that is what sticks out in my head. Um, just thinking of Clint and watching him in films and everything is his scenes in The Waterboy with Alan Covert when they're in the stands and he's playing that seriously redneck I don't guy. I don't know, whatever. Um, you, I don't know, you definitely know what I'm talking about if you Google Clint Howard Waterboy. But um, no, anyway, he's, he's a great guy. He's very funny and we had a great talk. So without further ado, here's Clint Howard. Hey, Clint. Hello, Lauren. How are you? Was that throat clearing for me? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, things are wonderful here. The holiday season is is upon us, and uh, in fact, uh, my wife and I and our daughter were were putting up Christmas decorations yesterday. So you know, it's, we, we're in the season. Oh, that's so fun! No, I was making a joke. I, I heard your throat clear right before we got on, so I said, "Oh, was that for me?" <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. no. It's, it's the fact that I, I'm doing is I think I've got two hours of these today. I know. What's actually funny is that um, I was on Joe Piscopo this morning talking entertainment with Arthur Idala, and I saw you were a guest as well. I was like, oh, I'm going to be talking to Clint in a little bit. So that's very funny. Yes. You've been talking yes, the whole no, morning. <laughs> yes, I have. Bright and early here in Los Angeles. Yes, yes. Um, but now I'm so excited for this book, The Boys, a memoir of Hollywood and family. Um, you and your brother, Ron, you guys are, are legends. And I have to tell you, Clint, you've done so many movies and so much TV, television. But my favorite is your um, cameo in The Waterboy, I have to say. I love that so much. It never gets old to me. Well, uh, thank you. I appreciate that, Lauren. And, You're uh, welcome. You know, it was a wonderful experience. It was a wonderful experience working with Adam, you know, mm-hmm. and also my partner in that movie, a guy named Adam Covert, or Adam, not Adam, Alan Covert. Yes. Um, he, that that great environment. I was, you know, I knew about Adam. I I'd seen him on Saturday Night Live, and I know he had made a couple of films, and he was a popular guy. And, and but I was so impressed with him. He, at the time, he was a young guy. He was focused. You know, he wasn't on his cell phone. He right. he was at the he was at the he was at the tip of the spear. Although he didn't direct Waterboy, 
the way in Adam's universe, the way everything works is, you know, he's got he's got a team around him, but finally things kind of go through go through Adam and just a great experience. And and he was a wonderful guy, funny, and I worked on little Nikki also. It's so funny. Everybody says the same thing about Adam, that he's so wonderful to work with. Yes. Well, so professional. You know, mm. and, and in fact, his persona is that he's a little bit of a goof off and he might not be focused. And, you know, but the fact is, is the guy, he's, he's, I don't want to say, he's not a machine, but he's yeah, very, I know you're very effective. I, I, he's very effective and productive, you know, and, and creative. Clearly. And I mean, yes. The giver, because he, it, it's not that it's his way or the highway. Mm. It's that he creates a collaborative effort, a collaborative environment where people can participate and bring out their best. And I, listen, I still, I can still recall the dialogue and I can recall the moments. Wonderful experience. I am not what you would call a handsome man. <laughs> the good Lord chose not to bless me with charm, uh, good looks, or athlete. Anyway, it's, you know, um, him, so and his team, him and his team, him and his team wrote and created it. And uh, I'm very, very, very grateful to get to participate. Yes, that I love that you just did that, and I love that you remembered the lines. It's been so long, but no, it's it's very clear why Adam is so successful. Um, everything you just said, I've heard from many other people that worked with him, and this is just so random. But did you see in the tabloids there was a picture of him, um, in New York City in October, just eating a jar of pickles on the street? It was just so on brand for him, and. I loved it so much. I literally love this picture so much that I commissioned an artist I found on Instagram to paint it for me. And now it's hanging up in my house. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I, so I think Adam, I listen, I don't, honest to God, I don't know him all that well. Although, you know, we seem to get along and he's a really great guy. Adam mm. seems to be a fellow who is very comfortable in his own skin. Yes. You know, and he doesn't try to be anything that he's not. Mm. He had to have had some great mentoring and some great parents. Because, listen, people don't just fall off the tree and they're nice people. You mm -hmm. know, it takes it takes the tree. It takes the roots. It takes the, you know, I don't want to get too weird about it. But <laughs> uh, going, back, going back to, you know, his upbringing had to have been pretty clean and pretty pretty clear and somebody gave whether it was god mm -hmm. or his parents or both gave him some wonderful guidance well, that is so nice and it's it's great because adam and i are actually from the same hometown so i would and you know what it actually was voted one of the best places to to grow up um in new hampshire so it's um it it really is I, I really feel like New Hampshire breeds some great people Clint so um but no I I have a question for you about you Doesn't and Ron hold, yeah hold on, Lauren yes hold on, Lauren Doesn't New Hampshire also breed some great mosquitoes in the in the summertime um the worst kind and some nasty spiders too and um it breeds a lot of nasty shit actually so. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Lauren Conlin and you have Adam Sandler, so that's okay. Uh, but no, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, you and Ron, growing up, who got in more trouble? 
Oh, I did. You did? Although, although I was not a juvenile delinquent, or I did not, you know, I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the principal's office too many times. Right. But Ron, Ron was the first, you know, and and Ron, mom and dad kept a pretty tight leash on Ron, and yeah. uh, and and he was, I, he was a lot more reserved than me. Okay. I, I grew up. I, I think. I think they. Mom and dad gave me a little more of a leash, which, you know, sometimes it didn't do me a lot of good. Uh, <laughs> but it, it it was, no, okay, listen, the short answer is no, definitely me. Much more much more of a troublemaker, rabble rouser. Listen, yeah. we talk about it some in the book. I mean, I actually urinated on my brother when I was about three or four years old. So, <laughs> you know, that's, and he never urinated on me. So there you go. Wait, that's amazing. That's so funny. Do you remember that? Um, vaguely. 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 You okay. know, I, I remember I remember more the story of it mm, than the yes. moment, which is interesting about writing a book. I would go I, I have a really good memory, but when I've gone back and analyzed it, mm. what I'm remembering is my earliest times of telling the story. Right. You understand? I I've you know, Ron and I tell the story about me being the hee-hee man yeah. and me dropping my diaper and, and urinating on, <laughs> on him so many times that I'm not it sure whether me. I actually remember that moment or remember telling the story. I mean, the best, part, the, the best part is that you remember this story and that you dropped your diaper. You actually had a diaper you could take a piss in, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to do it on my brother, Ron, because that's just what I wanted to. And you just did it. That's so funny. Well, like, yeah, to me, that's know, hilarious. At the time, I think I, 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 I if, if memory serves me, mm. I kind of realized I had a nice little water toy that I could play with. <laughs> Um, you should, you should, are you workshopping your stand up with me right now? Cause you're pretty good. Oh no, no, no. I'm it's kidding. Stand up. Stand I mean, up. you're good. Stand you're up. good. Thank you. Stand up is ridiculously difficult. I've done it a couple of times. Um, mm. and I remember one time specifically at an open mic in Vegas where I did it and to see the first patron get up and leave in the oh, middle of the set. God. Oh, that hurts, right? And another, and another, Lauren, another thing about stand-up, which, yeah. and, and I think it's yeah. only gotten worse over time, is, and I realized this the very first time I did it, which was this open mic night in Vegas, um, it was actually at the Mint. The hotel no longer exists, but there mm. was a, the, Mint, the Mint Hotel downtown Vegas. And um, I realized the more I cursed, the more people laughed. Really, Which I find that a little, just a little repulsive. That yeah. if I drop an f bomb, if I'm if I'm telling a little story about Gentle Ben and I, you know, I drop an f bomb and talk about him taking a dump, that it gets more of a laugh, you know. Yes. And, and it's like I would like to, I would like to entertain in other ways than that. Although yeah. here we're talking about urinating. Wow, um, that's funny. It's, also, not a, it's not a not, curse. <laughs> Another thing about about doing stand up is when you've got good jokes, you just have to keep doing them and doing them and doing them. Yeah. And and for me as an actor, if I nail if I nail a performance well on film or in a television show, I only have to do it once. You know, very true. I, I do that. 
I do that speech once, and then I carry on to another another bit of entertainment. But if you if you're doing stand up and you've got a bit that works, well, my God, it's going to be in every show you do. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great so, point. <laughs> so there, you know, there it is. Listen, I, I at some point in my life, I may end up doing some stand up again. Yeah. Um, another thing that I've never done, I've never done a stage play. You know, I've been an actor Ooh. for 60 years and I've never been on stage. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Now, do you want to be on stage or are you indifferent? Well, um, I wouldn't mind the opportunity. The mm. thing is, is for me as an actor, a working actor, stage doesn't pay. Yeah. And it's in not. fact, I, I was in rehearsals. I was in rehearsals for a, a local, you know, play here in LA, one of these equity waiver showcase places, mm-hmm. you know, and I was going to do, it was one of those things where I was going to play for three weeks and I was going to be in, you know, nine performances, yeah. but then I got a real job. Mm-hmm. And it, in fact, it may have been Waterboy. Oh, it may funny. have been the Waterboy job yeah. that, that I, and it was like, no, I've got to go down to Orlando and work on this and I'm going to be gone for a week here and I'm going to have to go back and do a few days here. And I had to drop out of the play because I had to make a living. Ah, yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting. People don't really um, bring that up a lot. So I think it's, I think it's pretty cool that you actually just brought that up and kind of said, listen, I would love to do stage, but I have to like support my family here. So um, for now, this is what I'm going to do. And you're, you're very, you're not sorry about it. And I love that. No, you know, but it's also uh, several conversations in my life I've had with my dad. Because my dad, his first professional work was on stage, and he loved the theater. And in yeah. fact, later on in his life, when he was about 60 or so, which is about my age, you know, he went back and did some more stage. Mm. And he always, he always would explain the thrill of being on stage with the audience that, that you know, he, he would actually get a little graphic and say it was almost orgasmic. Yeah. When you have a connection with, when you have a connection with a live audience, Mm-hmm. And you can you can almost feel it, feel it in your loins. Dad would never. <laughs> yeah, and you don't know what's going to happen. It's live theater, so. Um, but no, Clint. Just to wrap this up, because I'm out of time. I um, I hope everybody will read the boys. It's a New York Times bestseller, and I have to say the cover is so adorable. You are such a sweet little boy on the cover, and you all look so happy. It's seriously, it's so nice. Um, well, thank you so much well, for joining th- me. Well, you're welcome, Lauren. I appreciate it. Happy holidays, and let's all kick ass in 2022. Yes, I love it. Clint Howard, everyone. Thanks again. Okay, that was Clint Howard. So he's making his rounds. I mean, he was actually on the Joe Piscopo radio show last week, the same day I was on, and he's just, he's all over the place promoting his books. So good for him. I really liked him. Um, Anyway, guys, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple, or you can follow me at Lauren underscore interviews. Um, And if I don't make any sense right now, just blame it on my COVID, at least. (laughs) At least, you know what? I'll be able to look back um, on this episode and say, hey, was this worse or better than any other episodes? If it's the same, then yeah, COVID is nothing to me. Um, And again, I'm not downplaying it just for myself. But anyway, uh, until next time, thanks for listening.